sometimes I don't know how to start this. I'll stand here for minutes on end, just frozen. I know how much there is to talk about. I know how much there is in my head. I know all the things I can say. In fact, there are so many things that I can say at any time. Yet I find myself here in that state of what to say. It's tough. There are moments in my life in which I get down. There are moments in which I don't feel my best. There are moments in which I mentally am jumbled. This happens every now and then. And of course, every time I pull myself out of those holes or I turn to my support system to be able to find people, connections who can help me to, to do that or to get fully out. And I know that if I just stood here and talked about it all and just shared it, talked about it out loud, I would get there to the other side where I want to be. But it's, there's an emotional wall, almost a hesitation to be able to get there. It's a challenge. It's hard. But I do eventually get there, which is good. Yet, it's not good that this happens, that this circle repeats itself and I find myself here every now and again. And it's this curious point. I had someone tell me the other day that they really appreciated that I have some episodes on here where I'm very vulnerable, very honest about what I go through, that I share authentically about how I feel, what I'm going through, what's tough in my life, what my weaknesses are. And I appreciate that too. I don't do it enough because I think I have plenty of faults and weaknesses that I have to address and this being one of them. And I think that there are a number of weaknesses that lie at the bottom of why this happens. When I envision my day going a certain way or when I envision a certain outcome or that I'll do a certain thing for a certain period of time and those plans get jiggered or closed off, I get a bit irritated and a bit lost. It's hard for me to rearrange and to pick myself up to do something else, to just carry on. That is quite hard for me, especially when it has to do with people who I love the most.
I feel a lot of emotional resistance at times with being scared that if I really open up and say what I feel and what I think to the people who are closest to me that I love, that I might hurt them, that it might end up in a worse state than where it currently sits. And that's not a good thing. Living a life in which that's the case, and I'm very grateful that that's not the case most of the time, but those who do, it's a bit torturous. Walking around on eggshells, not being sure what to say, not being sure what to think, how to feel, how to act, what will offend someone, what will not. How to have that conversation that needs to be said, but you're not quite sure how to say it without it turning into losing your night or breaking someone's good mood. It's tough to navigate in that way. And I'll be the first to admit that most of that lives inside of my own head. It's not in the other people necessarily. It's a perception that I've built from certain experiences, which perhaps were traumatizing experiences that I need to navigate and still get through. And the remnants are these behaviors of acting this way and carrying myself this way in these situations. Despite my rational acknowledgement that only good comes from being myself, showing up and saying what I want to say, saying what I really believe, and showing up and being that person. Of course, with care and love, yet with trying to shape things in care and love, sometimes it's not taken so well. And the thing that I've had to realize is I'm not responsible for someone else's shame, guilt, pain, because that doesn't come from me. Because I could say those same things to 75% of people, and those 75% of people would not react in the same way that they do. And the reason for that is they have something inside of themselves that is telling them that it's a problem, what I just said. They have an issue with their perceptions. And it's not necessarily me. And I need to learn to trust that and to allow people to experience that pain, to experience that incongruence of hearing something and having this reaction. Sometimes that's one of the most informative things that we can experience in our lives. And maybe I just need to let people feel that and experience that. Even the people who I love the most in my life. Maybe those experiences are incredibly valuable and necessary for them. I also struggle when the people in my environment around me have a certain demeanor, a certain way of doing things, a certain way of showing up that I've gotten used to that informs how I think that I should act. We're social creatures, and I'm the first to admit that. And I am also one of those social creatures. I adopt the habits and practices of the other people around me so that I can carry myself well <laughs> in the environments in which I show up. I don't think that's a fault. It's more of a feature. That's why we as human beings have been able to survive so well and build communities. We're able to interact with each other and pick up social cues and act upon them in effective ways. But this 
can also be a negative point. There are downsides. Picking up on too many social cues means sometimes acting outside of your values, outside of who you're supposed to be. It means following the signals of people who are imperfect and are acting upon their imperfections in perhaps an unexamined way or in a way that is not courageous. And sometimes we shouldn't take examples of people who are not acting courageously in the moment. And I've struggled to trust my instincts when I've seen people not acting courageously in the moment and believing that that's just the right thing to do in this environment. Especially in other cultures and in other countries, it's hard to trust your gut, to really be yourself and to say, you know what? These are my values. This is how I'm going to show up. This is how I'm going to be. Because I know I'd rather be this way and be wrong than not be this way and torture myself. Because sometimes we need to be wrong in order to be convinced of something, in order to learn, and for those learnings to make sense to us. And if we're not able to get to the bottom of it in conversation with other people, and those people are not able to provide us with the answers that we need, we need to fail to learn. We must be convinced in some way. Living a life of a lack of conviction is not good. It's painful. It's sad. It's like walking on eggshells. It is being scared. And I don't want to be scared. I don't want to live a life of being scared. If I could say that there's anything that I hate in my life, it is living in that way. It deeply irritates me. And I find myself inside of my head saying, wow, why are you so irritated and worked up by this? Who do you think you are? And that response is right. Who am I to be irritated about this? What small little guy am I? What grain of sand am I to get so worked up about all this? And that's right. That's very right. The challenge is for me to take that statement and to pull it over into changing how I interpret situations. Changing how I develop those perceptions of getting irritated. Changing the way in which I carry myself to stop that, to stop that irritation. Or to feel that irritation and to be able to let it go easily. To be able to make sense of it and have grace. Because this irritation does not align with who I am and what my values are. What I share with other people, who I want to be. And it sucks that I can't show up and be that person consistently or as consistently as I would like and expect myself to. And that hurts. That sucks. To not show up and be the person who you want to be. The person who you've spent so much time evaluating and learning and reflecting to say, you know what, this is who I am. And I know this is why I want to be this person because I've deeply analyzed it. I spent so much time living in this mold. I've gone around the world, met tons of people in various languages, and I've tested this thing and I've learned.
Yet, here I find myself in these new environments now. Still, walking on eggshells when I know deep down I don't have to, and I should not. Because I know who I am, I know who I can be, and I know the value of showing up and being myself. Yet here I am, following social cues, and not being transcendent. And that sucks. It sucks to have this ideal self and to not attain it and to not be it. Despite it sucking, it's important to be able to admit it, to admit that you're not that yet. And that's what this is. It's being able to step up and say, hey, you know what? I'm not who I want to be every time. But hell, I'm trying my ass off. And I'm 25 and a half. I'm working through this. I have to have grace with myself too. And while I have that grace, I must have high expectations. I must hold myself to a standard. I must show up and be me and be strong in being me and set an example even if I don't have an example around me. I have to be that person because that's who I want to be and that's who I've learned I, I am. That's when I'm my best. That's when I feel my best. That's when I act my best. So when I show up that way when I am that person. And when I'm not, that's not who I want to be. Those aren't the places I want to be in. And that's the journey. How do you transcend? How do you say, I will be me at all times? I will trust myself at all times. Despite the social cues, despite what I'm seeing, despite what I'm learning, despite what I'm intuiting, I will trust me. I will trust what I've learned. I will trust what I've tested rigorously. And if I don't have people around me who have gone through the same thing, then I simply have to trust myself first. And that's tough. Because when I say those words, it feels deeply egotistical. And that's not who I am. That's never who I want to come off as. But that is reality. That's, that's what I've come to learn. And I have to admit that. I have to be willing to accept that if I am to live the better life that I want to live. If I am to show up and be the person who I want to be for other people. If I do want to transcend in this life. That's what it's about for me. And reaching that means I have to admit my mistakes, admit my failures, 
admit my weaknesses. Identifying the points that suck still. And being willing to be open and honest and clear and to have high expectations of myself. That's what I want. That's what I need to do. On a day-to-day basis, it's tough. Every single day. It's tough. It's not going to be perfect. I know it's not going to be perfect. Every day along the way. But I can strive. I can try. And I can hold myself to that expectation. Because what kind of life is it if I don't? I can tell you one thing about that life. Is it's not a good one. <laughs> That's enough for today. I hope this was valuable, vulnerable enough, clear enough. I can always do better. And as I've talked through this, I've realized... Yep, could have been more clear here, could have been more vulnerable here. Could have really said what I think here. But that's okay. That's for the future. This is a step. And I have to be grateful for the steps. Even if my expectations for myself are higher, at least I'm on my way. And I can have grace because if I don't have those high expectations of myself, then I won't have the positive trajectory that I need. Anyways, thanks for listening. As always, much love. In the meantime, take care. Cheers.